Oh, this fan. I don't know if this is interesting. Does anybody really want to hear you not develop something? Not come up with an idea? I mean, I think this is kind of kind of always been your catch. Or maybe your 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 stumbling ground. You 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 stop short. You being me, by the way, me talking to this microphone and to nobody. You always stop short at the difficult effort. I think you can plot something. I think you can come up with sequences of events, and I think you know that, and I think you can write jokes. But but in terms of character, you can come up with painful character traits, but in terms of, I don't know, I, I'm still working on this fucking, what, what, what is August's secret? I really think that needs to be it. We all have a disappointment, we all have a fear, and we all have a secret. Let's work with her today right now for a few minutes at least a few minutes at least and see if uh if we come up with anything august is probably so the story takes place in 2006 or 2007 something like that uh so she's 32 years old her brother is 34 um she grew up in the shadow of a supervillain. They were their children, and while their mother wanted them to have... Their mother was not the supervillain, it was their father, but the two were married, and that's a story for a later later recording nobody will listen to, but she wanted them to try to have a normal life, so she did have them in schools for a while, and they had a hard time in schools, and they really only had each other because they were constantly moving and constantly changing their names. They had to constantly change their names... Uh, because of uh, Abaddon, Lord Abaddon, Lord Obliterus. I don't know what the main villain's name is, but but they, they constantly moved around and had to never get attached. That was her trick, never get attached. Alistair was kind of blind to it. He didn't know people made fun of him. Alistair always thought, you know, he wanted to be like his dad. He always wanted to tell people about his dad. He would, and that's why they'd have to move. So there was some weird thing there where she had to keep who she was secret she had to keep secret that she was this guy's daughter and she didn't like that because her friends when she would make them had parents had lives and she couldn't do that she learned not to care about her room as much because she never brought anyone back to it she learned that their home while giant and like a mansion no one would believe and that's the thing when she was very young no one believed her so she quickly learned to keep things of this phenomenal nature secret the lesson that sadly her mom wanted her to practice her mom wanted her to have a normal life but not tell people this one secret so her for a while her secret was i'm a supervillain's daughter but that was growing up and alistair knew this so if alistair knew this what does she keep secret from alistair Let's take a look at her. I mean, she's 32. She runs a bookstore. She's friendly to supervillains. She claims her bookstore is a safe space. Were they using those words in 2006? I may have to change that uh, statement. But she, she, she sets it up as a place where supervillains come in and they buy their books and she doesn't challenge them. She doesn't acknowledge who she is. Um, but, hmm, now this, this poses a problem. Does the world know Satellite King is Abaddon's son? Or has that always been secret? Do people believe him, not believe him? I think at some point it was public, but if it was public, why are they still 
moving around okay in society. Here's the real issue, Tim. Think about this. Does the world know that Abaddon is their father? Do they keep that secret? How does that impact the story? How does that impact the story? There were, so in the fake history of this fake world, of this fake TV show you're pretending you're going to pitch, four, five, six years ago, let's say at the turn of the century, as the 21st century was about to hit, uh, was the last time Abaddon was seen, was witnessed, was, was, was at all present in the world. At that time, he was the most feared supervillain in the world. People trembled before him. He was called the Unmaker of Kings. And he sought to conquer the world. That was the idea of the Unmaking of Kings. He wanted to conquer the world. Um, there needs to have been some battle where he suddenly disappeared. Something happened in the past. We'll say, we'll figure out the timing. Maybe four years ago. However long it's been since he last saw us. Something happened where suddenly he disappeared. He was always feared, and he's still talked of, but no one has seen him or witnessed him. So there's rumors that he was defeated. There's rumors that he left Earth. There's, there's all sorts of rumors um, about him, and yet everyone chooses to ignore his castle. So in those, in those intervening years, August and Alistair have ventured into Industrialopolis, the city that they now live in, trying to set up their own life separate from... Uh, from their father separate from their father why does his castle have amnesty why does no one approach Abaddon's castle maybe that was part of the agreement there's some secret agreement this will come in much later but there's a secret agreement between the castle and the people of Industrialopolis between him and Lunar Moonchild of Earth um, the superhero who Alistair wants to be his great nemesis. There was an agreement that they would leave the castle be if he left the world be. So there was some sort of protection, an Operation Paperclip sort of protection for Abaddon's castle. So that's, no one approaches it for that gentleman's agreement. And that's a story you can later do. The agreement, that's, that's good. The agreement that got Abaddon's castle, um, whatever the word is when, uh, when you can't, when you're neutral, but um, when they left and moved to, to the city to start their life in the city, they've been here for years now. Maybe they had the life before, but they do. People know they're his children. Yes, but nobody really comments on it because again, there's some weird stall between the two. So they are never implemented in anything there. It's rarely discussed, and maybe that comes up in the episode. You have a scene in this bookstore where one of the supervillains of a supervillain society that Alistair wants to join is buying some books, and he mocks Alistair. Maybe we somehow see August's opinion of whether or not she wants people to know. What does she think of people knowing she's Abaddon's daughter? That's the issue. That's what you're figuring out. What does August think? About people knowing she's Abaddon's daughter. Something in there maybe where the secret lies? I don't know. There, I'm trying to create the tension between her and her brother, and that needs to be there, but I think you're just retroactively building the world. What? How does she stand in, in the world, and what does she think of people thinking she's her father? His, he's her father. 
It's open knowledge. She acknowledges she has a bad father, and she constantly has to say she's not going to be defined by his actions. She knows people knows he's her dad, and she is distant from him. She wants to maintain distance from him. So I think the reason when she gets the message from him to go, there has to be something in the message that got her attention. And that is going to be the ankh, the necklace, the, the, the item. She's going to recognize something that she, she has a necklace that's part of a power source. It looks like a jewel, but it's part of a power source that powered Abaddon's uh, suit. And it was broken, and when it was broken, that's when his powers started to fade, and he went demented. So she's going to recognize that. So maybe she's after that. Maybe that's now the story. She's secretly looking for the rest of that item. So now she's going to the castle for a reason to get that, to ensure he never comes back. So she's going to the castle to effectively cut all ties with him. There's your story. It probably makes no sense to anyone listening, but it makes sense to you. August, when she was young, her mother, right before they, right before her mother died, she gave her, or maybe she's always had this necklace. She hasn't always had it, but she has a necklace that has um, a part of a space jewel, interdimensional jewel that is part of Abaddon's power. And when it cracked off, that's when his brain started to go. And that's why he's mentally dying. He's indestructible, so he can't physically die, but he's mentally dying. And when he sent her this message, she saw that he, she saw that she starts to piece together that. So that's why she's going there. She wants to remove that once and for all. Basically, it's that last visit when you tell your parents off that it's done. That's what the story is for her. She's going there to finally finish ripping off ties by taking that, effectively wanting to kill him. Runs in the family because he's summoning her there to kill her and get that crystal. So there it is. There's a little bit of your plot line. If only, uh, if only that's what a victory felt like.